The following podcast may contain language not suitable for most housewives that have vague, weird sayings written on art pieces and hung in their kitchen. Eat, pray, love. Uh, is that me? Leave, leave, leave. coffee, and bacon. Yay. There you go. That's it. Gr- you don't have to be crazy to work here, but <laughs> anyone that buys those signs should probably not do this podcast. Yeah, don't hang anything up that you anything inspirational that you got from no. Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I shop, you dick. Yeah. No, no, wear the clothing. <laughs> Just don't buy the corkboard saying Don't that's go there like, for the art. You're okay. wealth shaming <laughs> right saying. now? Stop. Anyway. I am. Welcome back to the Better Left Podcast. My name is Sarah Smith. I'm a former congressional candidate in Washington State's 9th Congressional Distri- District, and I'm joined by Corn, hey. Troy, Howdy. and guest judge Jay. Once again, left out of the, let out of the editing dungeon. Make that mistake every You're damn time. You're left out of it. You can I say am words. Left out. I'm You're let out of the left. editing dungeon. Yeah. yeah. You're better left out of the editing I, dungeon? Yeah, well, we just got done with a great interview uh, with Kamali, which is going to come out after this episode. Tell us yeah. a little bit. Kamali is... Uh, He's an advocate and activist here yeah. in Seattle for homelessness. Like uh, specifically, he runs a community that's going to rebrand. He made sure he let me know called <laughs> Thank God. Seattle Against Foreclosure and Eviction. And so he works with people to make sure that they are not going to suffer foreclosure so or eviction. He's right on the front line defending oh, yeah. people who are in crisis. Can you explain why you made that distinction, though, that he's rebranding? Uh, because there's a hate group named Safe Seattle, yeah, and, and also, <laughs> also as he will point out in this, he really hates it because uh, the group was co-opted by a bunch of white people who just did a bunch of direct action. So Great. he's a very, very proud black man, and I love that about him. And he's not afraid to show it on the podcast. So I'm super excited for that to come out. And me too, uh, lively. Yeah. yeah. Now, was, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it was just me and Adam and Kamali and Kamali's. Uh, Cohort Ash, who's a rapper who previously had lectured in London on, uh, I'm gonna get this wrong, so just get ready for that. But it was queerness, whiteness, and hip hop. Yeah, and so yeah, he engaged in direct action against a bunch of protesters. Super cool. So it's gonna be a super cool interview. I'm really excited for everybody to get a chance to listen to that. And that'll be our Thanksgiving week uh, podcast because we're we're going off and eating some foods and stuff. That is gonna be our Thanksgiving interview. All right, I got you. Uh, you. So we are going to dive right in. We got our what the shit. What? What? The shit. What? What? What What the the shit, shit? sir? And I am going to. Sir, this is an Arby's. The sir. I'm going to start out with mine because mine is very important. You picked that shit up. Because there was a gentleman (gasps) in a very high profile moment. (gasps) What the vapor mared? Released a toot cloud. (laughs) Toot (laughs) cloud. It did not sound real. I'm sorry, Eric Swalwell. All right, listen. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, this is. This is my Watergate. Okay, Eric <laughs> Swalwell did not fart on that interview. Some person or interviewer thought that they could not be heard, and so they made a fart sound with their mouth. So they went and burgled a turd, <laughs> and what you heard was someone else's. They threw it, and then some farts are made. <laughs> okay, then how do you explain the pause? Because it, he to me, saw them doing it. He saw them like. Did you see a little noise. glint in his eye, like he was kind of like going to laugh <laughs> did, a little? Because yeah. everybody laughs. It's probably because he knew that he didn't want to go down in history as being the candidate who was for gun control. He was just like, you know what? It'd be better if I farted. It would so be better I'm if I were known that. to lose control of my bowels. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, like if I had two options, and they were like, go on Fox News and give a serious interview, or go on Fox News, give a serious interview, and do something ridiculous halfway through, like fart, I would absolutely. Pick 
pick the second option. All right. Yeah. Well, there's no such th- yeah. The there's no such thing as bad publicity. Like everybody knows his name now, which they well, didn't when he was running for president. That's a so little late. Exactly. Actually, we remember his name He's, because we were like Swalwell. Nope. Smell well. The only reason I know his name is because he retweeted or he tweeted? retweeted me. Yeah, and it was the one person a Kardashian that, tweet. The one person that clapped at one of his answers. There's like a, you, one of the debates the that he, he was talking to his or he was talking to somebody and he was giving his answer to some question and you heard one one of these. <laughs> and so I tweeted at him with a gif of Kim Kardashian's mom going, "You're doing amazing, sweetie." And I was like, "We yeah. found Eric Selwell's mom." But crap. then it turned out it was he flatulence. fucking retweeted me, and then I felt like an asshole. It was That's flatulence. Yeah, well. it wasn't a clap. It was a and toot. Then he farted yeah. repeatedly. <laughs> I feel very attacked because that was also the sound at homeschool graduation. So Aww. I'm very the farting. Aww. Yes. I, I also want to say that there was another sound coming out during our big coverage of the um, uh, uh, the big politics palooza that we put on. And it okay. was repeated farting uh, to the left of me. And I can't quite Excuse put my me? finger on it. No, you were to the It was better left right to the person to farting to you? It was better left to, to the producer left? who was just oh. filling. The producer is Jay. Just filling his chair with farts. That's fair. I, every, okay, so I had I a coworker. <laughs> I had a coworker. By recall. the way, in case he listens to this, shout out to Topher who at one point whirled around in his chair and we were on night shift and our cubicles right next to each other and so he whirls around and looks at me and he's like, Sarah. I'm like, what? And he goes, imagine how many farts are trapped in your office chair right now. Oh, I'm no. like, God damn it. So many farts are trapped in my office he chair. He totally put you on blast. He did. So, hey. <laughs> so when you're all out there doing your office work, think about how many of your coworkers have farted in your office chair. If you inherited that chair, think of how many farts. Oh, there's tra- some vapor mare. How mirrored. many ghosts yeah. of lunchtime's past are trapped in that office chair? <laughs> Thank you, Eric Swalwell. Upsetting. For bringing to our attention a very important event. Yes. Anyway, our other one, the shit. Yeah, no. because <laughs> farts and poop. Haha, <laughs> poop. Uh, no, and one thing I saw on Twitter that I appreciated, someone said there's like, there's two types of people. People that either think farts are funny or that they aren't. And, and we are wrong. Yeah, we think that they are funny on this podcast. And, and if, if you, you think, don't, go away. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? If you don't, you need to get some therapy. Yeah, yeah. if you've Agreed. never made someone laugh so hard that they fart and you laugh even harder, oh, then I'm going to fart on you. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to fart on you. Yeah. You will be shamed. This is a shitty topic, though. Aww. Don't toot shame me. Well, going to some presidential candidates that are still in the race. Um, so we had the debate this week, but honestly, like, I don't want to uh, fucking talk about it. Why are we it. doing this? No, anymore? I don't want to talk about it. It was terrible. Everybody's trash. Bernie won. Except Bernie. Yeah. Like, Bernie big won. surprise. Marianne Williamson was the real winner. Honestly, we were all the real winners because none of us watched it. I so. couldn't. I, I, I literally, I someone's like, hey, every, I didn't it, care. it's on. And I'm like, what's on there? Like the, the debate. I'm like, is that still a thing? I loved it when it was the 50,000 Republicans are running for president. Yeah. I'm like, this is such a shit show. But I this just, one is just like, how can we just say the same shit we're not going to do over and over again? I will be interested in the presidential debates once media actually recognizes that Bernie's running. Well, I think the reason I didn't watch it is just because Bernie said it best when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, just... This is nothing more than a chance for candidates to do a soundbite. That's it. That's all it is. There's no chance for a real debate. There's I was no that chance girl, for, Jay. Stop Aww. it. There's no chance for a real discussion, and there's no chance for any kind of actual engagement on policy. And so why even bother? That's why Bernie did the Joe Rogan podcast, he said, was because he wanted to actually talk about these things. So, yeah, Always the debates has. are garbage unless yeah. you want to watch Tulsi Gabbard eat Pete Buttigieg. That's actually case, really good. Pete can I yeah. would watch it. Tulsi Gabbard eat Pete Buttigieg. Also, does Bernie want to come on our podcast and talk hey. about it, Bernie? Hey. No, but I mean, it's all entertainment, right? I mean, it's just like News real, real housewives of 
DC sure. of Yeah, it's a LinkedIn profile update. But but given that, like so I was scrolling through Twitter during the debate because I was super bored and just like how that's entertainment, I found something that was more entertaining, which was I found the list of all the different people in the entertainment industry and who they donated to for oh, the wow. presidential candidates. I am into yeah. this. Yeah, so the LA Times, they went through, and yeah, so like when you make a donation to a campaign, you have to say what industry you're in. And so they were able to look and see, okay, who in the film industry and the music industry and then like the, the head honcho sort of people. I'm ready to hate some people. The the results or, or the information, it is very what the shit um it's yeah so so first off don't peek. i want to do I don't peek. okay so who you d- cannot cheat out of all the candidates who do you think has and not by dollar amount but who do you think has the most celebrity donors elizabeth warren nope kamala harris i'm gonna second kamala harris yeah it was kamala yeah Fuck but yeah. she's california I, I right so I mean, I did not. Okay. you did not cheat. I, I did. didn't cheat. Troy did. did. Um, only one of us deserves your accolades. Okay, so it's me. It's me. We've got uh, Sean Penn. I thought we've you were saying Sean Scott. Do we want to guess? Are we like, guessing? Oh, this wild. is for this is this for, is for Kamala. Sean, Sean Penn is running for president. Yeah, yeah. No, he donated to Kamala. Oh. So so here's some people that donated to Kamala. Uh, Chris Rock. Um, Mindy Kaling, uh, Mindy. Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, Jerry Springer, liberal, also not shocking. <laughs> Weirdly, unsurprising. Liberal. Let's liberal. see who we got for musicians. Uh, who is the black gentleman that you hovered oh, over? Oh, that is not see. who I think it is. It's not this guy. Yeah, what's his uh, name? Anthony oh, Anderson. Yeah, 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 he's from the show Blackish. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And then for musicians, um, we've got Joan Jett. Joan uh, Jett. Right? I'm is, disappointed. Is I don't love rock and roll. Joan Jett is still yeah. alive. Yeah. She yeah, is. that's the news to um, all of us. Demi Lovato. <laughs> Who? Demi Lovato. Wait, she's not a... She sings Demi. music? Yeah, yeah. She's a Disney star. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's Music got, comes no, out. She's, no, she I, actually... She's pretty fucking cool. Ten points. Cool. Like, yeah. she's pretty fucking rad. She's dealt she's with all about, eating like, disorder and, like, body... Yeah. She posts pictures of... She and I are, like, same body size. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, Demi mm-hmm. Lovato. And people are like, she's so hot. I'm like, she and I would eat tacos together. Yes. Yeah. But I'm disappointed. In you would her, borrow so. Kamala's hot sauce. I would not yeah. take voting advice from her, but I would eat tacos. There, with there her. are definitely worse candidates than Kamala, though. I mean, it's not like right. they're no. donating yeah. to Trump, yeah, right? True. So, Kamala, sorry, Kamala is a cop. Anyway. But I think what's interesting is that Kamala is basically at the okay. bottom of the polls out of all these candidates, but she's getting the most money from celebrities. And that's I what think, happens when you host expensive fundraisers. No, and I think that tells us <laughs> yes. that it's like celebrities have bad taste. Right. Um, also, so she's from, I think she's from California. Right. Oh, she, yeah. she so knows from, these So she knows these people. She's yeah. got these that money. She's got that celebrity cash. Oh, so. sure, sure. Well, I, for one, am just shocked that celebrities wouldn't know all the right things. I yeah. just what? Right. Are celebrities not away. supposed to be our moral compass? No, they politics? are. They're perfect, and they have worked very hard in a very they moral They pulled themselves fashion. up by their bootstraps. They did. Making nope. entertainment with Nicholas the Weinstein Cage, group. Nicholas Cage being a number one example. Well, that guy can okay. Okay. So number two for Photoshop. He needs to be stung by real bees. Number two for the number amount of, or the most amount of celebrity donors is Mr. Pete. Uh, Pete Buttigieg. Yep, yep. You know why? Because liberals palatable. love him. Okay. Palatable liberals gay. Love him. They're like, ah, yes, a white man that fits all of my regular heteronormative gender stereotypes, I'm but he's gay. So he's technically a minority. Yes. Y'all ready for some disappointment though? Oh no, I'm seeing some faces. Do not. That's do, so oh, Raven. Don't I do can't it. even believe it. <laughs> don't do it. Just do it. Uh, Larry David. 
Larry David. That doesn't Larry surprise David. me at all. Really? But yeah. he's Bernie's brother. He's literally he's he's plays a literal, Bernie. He's a literal Bernie bro. Yeah, I mean, did he do, donate to Bernie Tilo? No. It's, uh, yeah, it's, no. Uh, yeah, right. Like a communist. Uh, here's another not. one. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. You, you, I, she's you, canceled. you, 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 yeah, but she's been canceled she's come out pretty ago. hard for Bernie in other ways. I don't too, give right? a I know, fuck. But isn't that money, weird? I don't give a fuck because her money went to Buttigieg. You can come out and say whatever you want, but until you're willing to make that material commitment to Bernie, you can fuck right on off out of here. Seriously. Um. Yeah, it's really disappointing. I'm. I will challenge her to a fisticuff. Um, the other one is that Amy Winehouse. She's no, that's also Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh no, it's okay. shocking. Yeah. Not the problematic. Surprised. The problematic gays got to stick together. Right? Hey, problematic gays gonna problematic gay together. <laughs> <laughs> that's the um, phrase. Just, just <laughs> people may be listening for the first time. Many of us on this podcast we're are, allowed to say that are are a gay. Yeah. Yes, we are of a form of gay, and but, that's why I'm silent. That's right. <laughs> yep. I know when yeah. to shut up because he's praying the gay away. No, I don't even know. That's you're in conversion therapy. I'm kidding. You're not in conversion no, therapy. No, these are horrible things. Yeah. 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 Um. Also, Michael J. Fox. Um. We uh, got Ted Danson, which is no. super disappointing. Ted Danson. Yeah, I'm, and he max donated too. Listen, no. uh, Jennifer Aniston put in a cool two fifty. Like, uh, just threw in that two fifty. Well, Jennifer so, Aniston is like a bad. She just has bad opinions on everything. Yeah, her movies are terrible. Once again, everything celebrities she does are trash. Is terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awful. Um, for Cory Booker, he's number three. We've got obviously his girl Rosario Dawson. Sure, weird um, stuff coming Max out about donated. her. By the way, and that's some uh, uh, Scooter Braun, who is uh, the ter- I'm sure you hate him because I of the T Swift stuff. Yeah, Scooter Braun is a piece of dick. And he can just go. We'll suck get his into own that more. Pizza, on another podcast. pizza dick. Yeah. He can suck his own butthole. He's wow, a fucking wow. dick bar. That's how he got big in Hollywood. <laughs> I just said words. You, yeah, they were beautifully <laughs> strung together. Barge full of dicks. For anybody that doesn't <laughs> know Scooter Braun, he's um he discovered he invented the scooter. No, he discovered Justin Bieber. So that's enough. He's a to... fucking turd Wait. lighthouse. Is what he is. <laughs> the crime fighting Beaver. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Alyssa Milano donated two hundred. Unsurprising. I can't even say why. She just she's she oh she's like I can't sixty hate percent of the way there. I can't like, hate her. I can't. So I love uh, her. John Bon Jovi, Steven <gasps> Spielberg. He gives voting a bad name. <laughs> Wait, there's more. I'm gonna just take a peek here. Uh, wow, Bon Jovi. What the hairy heck of Bradley oh. Whitford. Oh, Ben Affleck. Ba- well, he, he also Oki. was Batman. Her? So like, Kevin oh, Bacon. No, Kevin Bacon. You were the that is one line. degree of boo. I'm five degrees removed from him. But Actually, I'll... I'm less than that. I'm like three degrees removed from him. Bradley Whitford was, you know, on West Wing. <laughs> Which is great for him. <laughs> but he gave to... I don't know why my... Sorry, my eye all of a sudden started watering and I'm crying. Um, Tears of people yeah, donating to Pete Buttigieg. Right. Or yeah. whoever we're talking about right now. No, but I was going to say, like, Corey, like, again, he's oh, Corey Booker. Not, no, Cory Booker, he's not great, but, like, he's... No, we just lost the thread yeah, there because we sorry. were so busy being yeah. funny. Watching my eye cry. We, I don't know what happened. No, we were so busy being concerned about your watery yeah. eye. <laughs> we're so concerned about your emotional well-being. You. We forgot I, that we I have a, I have a confession to make. I find Cory Booker unusually attractive. Oh, I'd fuck. I'd fuck. No, absolutely not. Honestly, I got to level with you guys. Like, middle of the road liberal politics. And I'm like, midway through, I'm like, who'd you vote for in 2016? And they're like, Hillary. And I'm like, no. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's just tall black Bruce Willis. So I'm not. Mm, <laughs> he's um, just tall black no. Bruce Willis. He's got a better smile. Yeah. 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 And I bet he's a nice hugger. I just have mm. Jay. Um, so number four, we got our girl Liz. Uh, so she's had 21 slub donors. Not so many. All right, Liz. Yeah. Uh, Bette Midler. Oh shit. That's a dope ass fucking donor. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Trash. Amy Schumer. Trash. Scarlett Johansson. I like Amy Schumer. Scarlett Johansson is on track to play every black woman ever in history. She's turned them down. Oh my God. What now? After like, everyone's like, what? Now you're an Asian? Now you're a black woman? You're allowed to be an Asian as a white person. I think we got to make space for people to actually learn. And so I respect that. You know what? Hey, 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 I want to throw throw this out. You're absolutely right. I think you're right. and, And I think that it's very easy to get super down on her and. It, there is something to be learned, and she's learning. So I see what you have said, and I raise. If she did it one time, I would give her. Sl- I would cut her a lot of slack, and I'd be like, "She just doesn't know. She doesn't get it." But it is not one time. It I, is several times. I also she was she. It was the the Asian thing. It was a different Asian thing. It was a trans thing. And every time she's like, "Why shouldn't I be allowed to play these roles?" Because it's important for people to have an actual trans person playing a trans. Person. Sorry, Jay. I changed my mind. She's <laughs> okay. She's like bad. Trash. If she did it one time. But I it, would get. I would be on your side. But she did. She did maybe even three times. It was to three five times, times, and also in the. Like she just kind of hit the entirety of the you know uh, marginalized communities and just really didn't Especially get it when there's real talented representatives from those communities. So Can I also say that I'm noticing reps. a thread here that is my Raven that so Raven has given money to all of these people. No, it's it, this is a different black woman. No, 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 go, go up. No, 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 go up, go up. We can cut that. There she is. There. Yeah, that's not her. That's the same woman that's not Raven. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what's awful about this is that it makes me sound super racist. Also, I'm looking at half a screen, but yeah. that's not. She kind of looks like the same hairdo. Right? Yeah, she does. Yeah. We'll she, up, it we'll, looks like it could be like. Um, anyway, a, a smaller. Yeah. Who else? <laughs> no, I will defend so, myself. <laughs> no, we're just going to cut it out. No. Okay. We got you. We're doing this for you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, the next person we have is Joe Bidden. <sighs> I refuse to pronounce his name correctly. Um, Joe Bidden? He's only had 13 <laughs> celebrity donors. Who's that top Because nobody likes person. him. Uh, Amy Sherman Palindo. I don't know. Oh, is that, that is. a celebrity? No. I, That's it's, a, it's a honcho, which means like somebody who, who does like music. Oh, sh- or Someone needs to talk yeah. to her about okay, wearing a, a top a hat. Haunted. And who's the fedora? Is that Michael Jackson? Uh, Diane Warren. Oh, it is Michael Jackson. Who yeah. is Diane Warren? I don't know. Yeah. No, they're Michael all like Jackson celebrities. But here's... Oh, from the gramophone era. Uh, <laughs> but guess who we do have? From not the, to, not super disappointing. Shame. From the talkies. Fucking uh, do it. Tom, it off. Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks doesn't know better. He just wants to play Joe Biden in a movie. Aww. <laughs> he does. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, but seriously, all the other people, I don't know who these are. That's because all of them are involved. You know who Rob, what's his face is? He's a comedian. Who's that guy, the bald white guy? He looks... Chris Silberman. Ooh. Rob Reiner. Silberman. Rob Reiner. Um, he's pretty big in the comedy. Oh, Rob Reiner. Tate pretty... Donovan. Oh. Taint? George Takei. George Takei, you get off yeah. there. You That's get one of your there. team, Joy. George Takei, you need to call nope. your council of elders. Yeah. You, he's on the council of elders, and he has he done a crime. Council. I'm pretty sure he is the elder. I would like to name leverage a, name a, a more complaint. elder. He, Ian McKellen. 
Ian yeah. McKellen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Ian McKellen, he's... Patrick yeah. Stewart is a... Yeah. Is a I don't think, I he's, think he's an honorary. I think uh, he's an honorary. Gotta, he's gay. an honorary gay. He got a yeah. diploma. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we got Bernie, who's got like the the standards that we knew. Ariana Grande. No, she's not on there yet. I'm, she's not a donor. I'm waiting but... for that max donation. All right. Is that Thank Reed you, Perlman? Next. Who is that? Bottom Ooh. right. Bottom right. Yeah, Reed Perlman. Hey. Uh, Susan Sarandon, Danny DeVito, yes. Sh- Shailene Woodley. Yep. All the cools. Who? Shailene Woodley, she's a fucking gem. She was like, she literally quit like in Gem act- and the Holograms, she quit acting to go be a climate activist. Like she yeah. is a prolific she was actress. At the Dakota she Access won- Pipeline she like stuff. won an Academy yeah. Award. And then was like, great, I'm going to Dakota Access Pipeline to get fucking arrested. Good for and her. And then she did, and she's a bamf. She's the fucking tits. She's amazing. We are really amping up the swears on this episode. Sorry, I'm because in a it's mood. Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Swears get yeah. families coming up. You, turd lighthouse. For some of you. <laughs> and if you think this episode is bad, get ready for the next one. <laughs> we're, just, we're just warming people up. Okay, so coming next. To wrap things up, this is this was the probably the biggest what the shit for me because I don't know if you guys have seen Jane Fonda. She's been doing a bunch of like climate protests, just I like Shailene Woodley. Yeah, uh, like getting her. arrested every week, sort of shit. Um, but she was one of eight celebrity donors to Amy Klobuchar. Oh, come Daisy on. Daisy Klobuchar. Just like, what Barbara Klobuchar. Um, yeah. Everybody Jane else, Fonda. I don't know. Who are who they? Is. Give, give, oh, Terry just, Hatcher, 250 bucks. Now, whatever. Super. Lois Lane? Yeah. Uh, Slowest Lane, Everybody maybe. else, I don't know. <laughs> Dean Kane probably donated to Trump. Oh, he just we're, we're, almost at Trump. And we're almost at Trump. Oh, we yeah. got Trump. So number eight's Marianne. Uh, yeah. So she... Here's what My I love. Girl. Uh, I love her. Jeff Bridges. The dude abides. Don't abide. to Marianne, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. The dude no abides. He's like, whatever, whatever, man. That's just like your opinion. Everyone, he's just like, just come hang out with, get your voice. Is that Joy on. Behar? No, it's Bet Bet oh. Midler. Yeah. And then Francis Fisher. I don't, I don't know. Lily Tomlin Lily and Tomlin. Bonnie Rat. Lily Tomlin donated to Marion Williams. I'm not shocked by that either. I yes, love, I'm not shocked by that at all. Yeah, I love Lily Tomlin. Yeah, Lily Tomlin with is all amazing. my heart and soul. Yep. Oh, I thought that Trump was last, but he's actually not. Okay, oh. Trump is number nine, and he has, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Let's name and That's shame. perfect. Robert Davy. Isaac. What? Okay. Per- sho- They're yeah. from the showboat Davy, times. It is Davy. Isaac Perlmutter. Uh, Joy Villa. These aren't real Stephanie people. Stephanie Zimbalist. And oh, these aren't Orson real. B- yeah, those aren't Orson what? Orson Blorson. Scott Wills. But, like, I'm honestly kind of surprised given that, like, what Trump's background is, you know, Celebrity Apprentice and all that shit, that, like, there weren't more problematic celebrities that... What color are all of their skin tones? White. Oh, they're all... Actually, no, uh, Joy Villa is black. Really? I think that she's the gal that... Uh, Yep. Um, she like went to the Grammys wearing a dress that said "Make America Great Again." Oh, yeah, yeah. made out of yeah, terrible. Yeah, never mind. Um, okay, so here's who's the last on the list: Andrew Yang. Oh, yeah, four four celebrity bad. donors. Yang um, Yang. You want to know who one of them is though? Which no, is fucking no, rad. No, yes. No. Nicholas Cage. I hate Nicholas Cage. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I got to point it out. I pointed it like. out to everybody that I know, and this is just a thing that no one can unsee. Why does his face look photoshopped onto his body at all times? It's why his face is so photoshoppable because people are like, hey, you did it once, nature. It is, nature just shopped that man together. Um, <laughs> Seriously. And then Terry Hatcher donated $709.35. So. $709. Yeah. That is the weirdest number. Yeah. Why math. is it? Math. What's in the kind, tax What's the message? What was the in kind? I don't know. 
No one's like that's thirty five cents worth yeah. of in kind. Yeah. <laughs> she she made their literature. Yeah. 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 Um, all I've learned is I could not care less about celebrities because they're trash just like yeah. us. They're trash. They're terrible. Trash Absolutely. just like us. No, but- One of our dear friends taught me a very important lesson that I think about regularly, and that is these are not remarkable people. They're not. But something to think about is like in marketing and things like that in the United States, celebrity endorsements are like the top cash. And it's because people care about what celebrities have to say. They believe them. And so they think, they buy okay, the thing. They, yeah. so-and-so likes this product. I'm going to buy this product. So, you know, when we see these people donating to these problematic candidates, like, I don't like... A lot of it, too, is escapism for people, right? Like they they get into involved, deeply involved in this obsession with celebrity culture because it's escapism from how fucked up our real lives are. We don't have health care. Yeah. We don't have livable, livable wages. We're drowning in student debt. We can't advance. We can't have kids. The we earth can't, is dying. We, uh, the earth is dying. We might have nine years left, whatever it is. We And people get sucked into celebrity culture. So when they see like Kim Kardashian voted for this person, so many people are just going to vote for that person because of Kim Kardashian. And yeah. it's because of that obsession with celebrity culture because people can't quite make that transition from like, this is a real thing that matters and affects the rest of your life to like right now. No, here's a really great example of that with Kim Kardashian specifically is I can't remember the guy's name. I apologize. But I know that Kim Kardashian talked about it is that the guy that was on death row that yeah. like there was evidence that he didn't do the thing and nobody fucking cared. And then Kim Kardashian's like, hey, guys, I care about this. And then all of a sudden people care. People- and it's like. Okay, I'm not saying she's bad for doing that. That's fucking rad that she used her platform in that way. But, like, why are we giving celebrities so much weight? Because it, people have a really hard time understanding that these choices that they're making, they, they don't they don't put them into these celebrity reality show moments. Right. These are your real life moments. These are when you go get the mail. This is when you drop your kids off at school. This is when you pay your college tuition. All of these choices you're making matter. Yeah. And not just... In the moment, because a celebrity did it. They they matter in the long term forever, but people can't synthesize that because the escapism is so strong. People need it so badly. It's like a drug. It's mm-hmm. it's that that moment of like, have you ever been away from TV for a, like a month or you're so busy and then you sit down and you watch it and you're literally just doped. Mm-hmm. Like it is it yeah. is definitely that. But the other thing too is I think with our culture of you can be a star too kind of mentality that people look at Kim Kardashian and they envy and want to be her. Mm-hmm. I think this is really interesting because growing up, we didn't really have money for cable. Uh, there were times where we did and times where we didn't, but dominantly when I was younger, we got mostly just the basic 13. Same. And so I don't really think I got exposed to that as much. It just didn't really get into it. And so I think as a result, I just don't care about it. Now, the thing I think is funny is just like, um, I think it's cool that they have this power. I think it's cool that they have the ability to do it. I just wish more of them were better people. Yeah. And for for me, I had like literally the exact opposite. I had a, a mom that didn't want to parent me. I had a dad that could emotionally care less about what his kids were doing. They literally furnished the basement, so we would hide in the basement. I have a distinct memory of trying to come upstairs once. My mom's like, what are you doing up here? I'm like, 
getting food. Get to the train. entertainment dungeon. Um, and like my my older sister got wrapped into that. She became so obsessed with what these wealthy people were doing. She starved herself. She became super anorexic. She took all sorts of extreme measures to be so much like them, became so obsessed with what they yep. had because she needed to have the thing that they had. And it just became so obsessive. But like when you're when you're inundated and immersed in that culture and TV becomes your your basically your parent. Yeah. Um you there's no escaping it. It becomes no. your It's life. your measure of success. It's, it's your measure how, of yeah, how do you know value. You're, how do you know you're doing well because someone you're you were on tv my mom as much as she she the only time my mom ever gave a shit about me was when i started become when i started popping up on tv never in my life did she give a shit about me at all for for 30 years she did not care less about what i was doing suddenly she gave a shit because i was on television because that is what happens you suddenly give a shit when something's on tv well yeah and then culturally we just design it so that it's that's a measure of success it's it's so bizarre but when you can see a person on tv you're like ah they must be making it no, and I think that as women and girls growing up, like especially our generation, I feel like like it was the tabloids and the magazines of like, you need to look like this and you need to wear this and like idolizing the celebrities of like, this is what you should be as a little girl to grow up. And I mean, nowadays, Teen Vogue, they're talking about like, here's Shama Swanton. She's a socialist. Love but, it. Yeah. But when we were kids, like that's not what it was. We were taught nope. to not look up to Shama Swanton. We were taught to look up to like Hillary Duff and Lindsay right. Lohan and like, you know, that that's what leads to that, the marketing of like celebrity endorsements for products, celebrity endorsements for politicians, Spawn whatever Con it be. on social yeah. media. I want to say something really, the, the thing that shocks me about this is that when you mention you grew up with that, the generation prior, the Gen X folks, um, we issued all that crap, but didn't know why. The generation before us, boomers, they... They grew up not knowing that was wrong. They grew up not questioning. And you think about the the hippies that kind of, you know, oh, they revolutionized really nothing. They just kind of partied and got lost in their in their, you know, party kind of, you know, what what's the word when you're a a person who just seeks pleasure? Hedonist? Hedonism. Yeah, unchecked hedonism. Um and when but the gen, your generation really actually took a fine like marker to no that's yeah here's why the motivations and the drive you did that like you called into question and made teen vogue go socialist i mean that's yeah. incredible i think it's important we make some really clear distinctions though because there were quite a few boomers who were engaged in like the civil rights movement who were engaged yes. in oh, fights yeah, sure. for yeah, activism yeah. Yeah. and fights for actual social justice and that it's is like, true okay um, boomer <laughs> <laughs> but I think the thing that's funny about that is it's it got deleted, right? The people who actually engage in that kind of thing, those are the ones who got silenced. Those are the ones who got uh, pushed out. And so there's this narrative that goes on there where we turned people on one another. And it's kind it's of once again the this, left yeah, this sort class of warfare thing. thing. Yeah. It's this class warfare thing again where the lower classes are turned on one another. So yep. I also think part of the problem too is like when baby boomers look back on things like the civil rights movement, they all want to have been the person who marched at Selma. They want to have been the person that stood with MLK on the steps of DC and preached about unity. They want to have been this person, but literally 
fucking so few of them were it's right. painful right and w- it it frustrates them and makes them angry and upset so when you talk about like how like w- okay boomer where the fuck were you they're like well my generation did this no select people from your generation did this people from your generation you didn't do this a majority of boomers chose to pour milkshakes on the head on the heads of black people who chose to sit at fucking counters one that's what was going on hundred percent and the other thing too is i don't want to take a giant dump on the entirety of the you know kind of the boomer generation um or the greatest generation before them um which is just a kind of a nauseating statement not because i don't think there were good people who fought for our country they're also some systemic racism that they helped kind of bake into the process. But the other thing is um, this whole being so bent out of shape about the okay boomer thing is so ridiculous as to be laughable because how much have we heard about millennials and their selfishness and their pop, 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 pop. and then you say, okay, boomer. And they're like, how very dare you? How I can't believe you've done this to me. I think, too, like, so boomers have wrapped themselves in this mentality where they're like, it's not me that's the problem. And that's the real basis of that mentality is it's not me who's the problem. It's all the other bad boomers. But listen, if you don't call out racism when you see it, if you don't if you have a racist brother or sister that sits at the table with your millennial kids and you choose not to say a thing and your millennial kid says, shut the fuck up, Uncle John. And you're like like, the decorum of the table. Fuck you. You're part of the problem. Hey, how about this, too? Um, If you are so angry that you would even you couldn't find yourself supporting Medicare for all or uh, the forgiveness of, of student debt because you worked hard. Well, suck it. And just because you come from the generation that helped get the civil rights movement passed doesn't mean I'm going to say it. It doesn't mean you were instrumental in getting it passed. It doesn't mean you had anything to do with getting it passed. Bring and the quite, receipts. And quite Tap frankly, the- quite frankly, most baby boomers didn't want it to get passed. Okay, they fucking didn't want it to. And That's it was, the truth. It that was is the, the living truth. It was the assassination of MLK that forced it to get passed. So yes, I get it. Boomers, there are boomers out there that are busting their asses to fix the problem. We're not that talking is very about you. True. You, you're done. You're you're not part of the okay boomer joke. You're not. But if you're a boomer that's like, my generation's fine, your generation's weak, and you need safe spaces. Fuck you. You're part of the problem. Yep. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Yeah, I think it's important. Like, I agree with the criticism of people who take that position. Like, I agree that they need to be uh, more sensitive to the fact that they're the ones who are crying about calling people snowflakes. God, right? exactly. Um, but I do think it's important too that even for those of us who are on the other side of the table who are not boomers, who are either Gen X, millennials, or Gen Z, or whatever you might be, or whatever the next one's going to be called, I don't know. Um, we literally can't understand the worldview that they grew up in, right? American individualism is this really incredible pervasive force that's part of all of our culture about we're rugged individuals, we live this life, we are going to make it, our, it. Yeah, hey, we're going to pull ourselves up. to pull that actually out for real. Right, and we're going to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we're going to do it. And by God, they were able to do it and thank God for that and thank God they had the opportunity to do so. Um, I just think that nowadays we look back on that period, one, a lot of us are jealous of it, right? I'm jealous of the fact that I didn't. There's some truth there, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to have that same kind of life, and I'm having to struggle to do it. And I think, too, that it's difficult for me to occupy that mind space about individualism because we are forced to rely on community so right. much. I get pissed off about the boomers who do not take into account that 
we're talking about millennials as though they are still children. It's like, shut Mm -hmm. up. We all have a seat at the table now. Like, so I think part of the problem too is like boomers don't, for some reason, there's this aversion to the fact that the world around them changes, right? Yeah. Like there's this, they just staunchly refuse to believe that the world is different now. Like pull yourself up by your bootstraps because I did, but they also fundamentally can't connect the fact that they voted for Reagan, who defunded a shitload of social programs, they, that wanted they to have relied a, on. They wanted to have a drink with Bush, and but that's how they they vote for a guy because they want to have a fucking beer with him, Come and then they on. they act like we're dumbasses because we're like we don't want the planet to die. But then also racism's over. Obama got elected. <laughs> racism's over. Obama got elected. Yep. But like it, it's boomers. It, it's that inability to take. And it's, it's they 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 cognitive flip, dissonance to the, they flip yeah. out about your ability to take responsibility for shit, but then fundamentally lack the ability to understand their role in right. where the fuck we are. Right. And I'm not saying it's all boomers, but listen, when enough people do a thing, you it is suddenly it's suddenly on your generation. Yeah. It suddenly is. If you are if you are a baby boomer that has never called out a single family member for racism, if you're a baby boomer that's never called out a single family member for voting against Medicare for all, if you're a baby boomer that's never called out anybody that says climate change isn't real, then you are part of the okay boomer trend. But yep. if you are if you've done any of those, you're not part of it. So don't worry about it. Right. It's satirical. It's based off of all of your peers that aren't part of it. But it is also simultaneously your job to call out your own generation for their bullshit. It is just like how we expect men in society to hold each other accountable for rape culture. We expect yes. shitty baby boomers to hold each other accountable for stupid shitty baby boomer culture. And let's be honest, the boomers have been holding the millennials' feet to the fire. I don't know why Gen X, we have gotten off Scott. <laughs> like we are literally like passing. We're, we're, Get out smu- of here, generation. we're smuggling you some some um, shrooms at the Gen Thanksgiving. Z under the yeah. under the tunnels. And saying, okay, grandma, you know, you know, we said okay, grandma. Ma, not okay boomer because we have decorum <laughs> sir so that that is a sentiment that i can agree with 100 percent, and strictly because we should be applying that to everybody right we're responsible for members of our community whether we like it or not and yep. um the other sentiment being like if you said nothing you're on the side of the oppressor yes yep. that's right and if you look back on it and you cannot reconcile with the mistakes that were made because you know better now you are part of the problem and if you were not a baby boomer that was staunchly in favor of the Civil Rights Act and you weren't staunchly in favor of equality for all, you weren't staunchly in favor of whatever. Uh, of, like of, in front of bullets in favor. Yes. In front of the pack. Then you were part of the problem. Yep. If you cannot properly place yourself during during any of these major moments in history, protesting the Vietnam War, protesting for civil rights, protesting for peace, protesting for what veterans about a, affairs. apartheid? What, what get, were you doing during that? Where were yeah. you during apartheid? If you can't place yourself... I'm sorry, this is a shitty fucking piece of reality to recognize, but this is part of the reality. You are were part of the problem, but it is not too late to make it right. Yeah, how about this? Okay, Boomer, bring it. Like, okay, okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer, up. stand up for climate change. Okay, Boomer, stand up for healthcare. Stand up for student debt. Stand up for all this shit that you say is suddenly so important to you. Get on board and stand up and elevate the voices of the generations that come after you. Yep. In the spirit of Boomers, it's time for the big news. Okay, Okay, breakdown. Anyway. That's what I should have said. Boom. So yeah, we uh 
It's the first time we've all been together for a minute. So yeah. like, yeah, hey, I've been like sick hey. or feeling shitty or like not wanting to. Well, be the, like, we're the you know kind of the we're the founders. <laughs> we're the we're the fam. Oh yeah, yeah. OG four. Yeah. OG four. Yeah. 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 yeah, we miss you though, Bill. Sorry. We miss you, Bill. And your Bill was a real intolerance. one. Yeah. Bill, do you guys know oh. Bill's lactose intolerance? I oh heard about God. that once. Yeah. I did hear. I heard it more than once. <laughs> upsetting. More than once. So, but one of the people we talked to, Sarah, while you were out, was uh. Seattle Jesus. Yeah, Seattle Jesus. That was a great episode. I really enjoyed Man, that. Man, I like him a lot. He's just a, a gift to higher thinking. I just really enjoyed that we got a chance to talk about uh, more of a social justice aspect, right? When we're not just talking about like politics, we're not just talking about, um, you know, why Joe Biden's trash or why all those celebrities are trash. We'll get to it's that. Depth. Um, yeah. But it was more about getting a chance to explore somebody's experience about what it's like to be an activist and be a symbol. And there was a, a story he shared on it, which just really touched me. And that was the story about uh, when a, a woman came up and hugged him on Josh Day, which is a fundraiser he did. And it's just like, that was powerful. And it so was. if you haven't listened to it and you're listening to this episode, um, go listen to that as soon as you're done with this one. Just also, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe to our podcast too because there's a ton of really good stuff on five here. Five stars, but, please. Yeah, give us five stars. You know, and give us. You know, we've got some people who've written some really wonderful things. We'll read it on air. We'll, yeah. We will make you a star. Yeah, yes. but that was a fantastic interview, and I'm hoping we get to do more stuff like that. And also, I don't know if y'all saw, but we got a beautiful review from jesus he said that this was the best podcast he's ever been on really Obviously. generous so, really my yeah heart. yeah he's a listen if true you guys talent. if you guys want like a deep emotional reason like my shitty family tried to downgrade our podcast because i wouldn't talk to them on thanksgiving yeah. so just go fuck them up and vote us five stars that's yeah. right Thank you. that's yeah. right no yeah. but but our big Fight news our big news is that Soon after uh, Jesus's appearance on our oh, podcast, yeah. um, he won a thing. He right, did. Uh-huh. He won a thing. So here's Jesus, the deal. He, he mentioned on the podcast that he uh, was getting into uh, that they they were they have a video unit like a production company. They yeah produce content and all. They produce great content for local activists oh, and um, and it was really it was kind of amazing. Um, he's also just been he, so generous just. In, to us in general like it was a great conversation it was one of those nights where when we were done um we just hung out for a little bit for a while we, yeah, yeah and just talked about you know all kinds of stuff and Dope. you know I, I always think of him as the shooting star guy because he's just like shoot was there shooting star did you see that you know and you like it's just kind of magical around him he's just kind of that guy well so he um he shared with us uh his um uh, video group. Um, they went to the Seattle Film Summit, Summit. and they went as a vendor pass. Um, and uh, so they, they kind of got in there, but they wanted to do a pitch. They There's this process of people um, going in and they're pitching against 35 other people who are who do this like they pitch a lot. And um, And if you've never done a pitch, it is one of the most nerve wracking things is it's literally like, it's like shark tank. It is just, da, 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 da. just like that. Is that a shark tank noise? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's what the <laughs> sharks. It's, it's like the go, dramatic, like, da, 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 da. I was going to go. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see. Do you want to give me money? I've been, I've never seen the show. No, but they had an executive producer from Star Wars. Uh, like Pedro Pascal. Pre- uh, also, ah, uh, Graham Roland. Ryan. 
Roland. Graham Roland, who wrote Prison Break and co-created Jack Ryan. Um, Boo. Trash. <laughs> Sorry, John, John Krasinski. Krasinski trash. trash. I literally, it's, it is, it's not Jamil's fault. It's Canceled. some of the worst television I've ever watched <laughs> in my life. I'm just like, Jim. Jim, yeah, we'll what's up the with office. you, Jim? You're definitely not selling any paper here. Dwight Pam. would be very, very disturbed. By <laughs> oh, this. I was put anything say, in Jello. I was going to say Pam would be disappointed. But well, whatever. Pam would just be like, whatever. I she guess. Uh, I guess you're Austin. working out now. I'm sorry. No, Pam would not be shocked at all because Jim was an asshole. Yeah, yeah he wasn't. He oh, was. They were all well, assholes. End of season. Jim was an asshole, and honestly, Pam thought they were moving to Austin. Surprise! He was in the fucking disappointment. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me just ask you a question. Hey, Sarah, how would you respond if I bought a house without telling you? I would punch you. Who the hell? Right, does that right yeah. in the face yeah no jim was an asshole it's well documented haul? you can watch the series i wouldn't move into i'd be like enjoy your house and, and that's smirky yeah and now he's jack ryan i don't even know what that we means would be done, enough it's so boring but back to the Anyways. story sorry our <laughs> jesus our jesus our personal jesus mm-hmm. he um went there to pitch someone who feels your cares someone who feels your i'm trying to curry in a hurry yeah that's it yeah which was the intro Feeling music to his episode. Anyway, so um, he pitched. Never pitched before. Uh, he lives by these rules of like gratitude. Like gratitude, yeah. it's fuel. Yeah. Uh, he, so he's, I'm trying to live now. Me too. Me too. Um, uh, habitual gratitude is a mm-hmm. nice place to live. Um, and like just talking about like opening up your soul to opportunity and like being willing to try the thing and like that's what he fucking did and being the guy who also says i'm opening myself up to our opportunities right let's us Aww. have opportunity really remarkable guy really really but also just wicked funny and just like it, it's it's not all sort of hallmark cards and and uh you know chakra cleansing it's real deep thought and a, and a respect for other people's lived experiences that are different so he for the first time did the pitch and um, he uh, he. So this is what he said. So so the excitement and gratitude I feel is real. Head spinning convos and an insane amount of business cards followed. Now we're looking at putting uh, in pre production work and getting our show sent up to a higher level uh, marketing and buyers for comedy and web series. Uh, true talent. Like he's got that. He won first like, place. Won what? the yeah. pitch. And I. You know why? Authenticity, talent, 100% commitment to just creating moments. Like when he started to talk about utilizing film to communicate, he spoke like any master director would or any master Mm -hmm. creator in that space understood all of the details. It was very – congratulations to him. Um, We are blessed for knowing you, Jesus. Um, You Uh have – yeah, you've uh, you've earned it. And uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens next because with people like Seattle Jesus, he is creating this next wave of – gratitude and healthy emotional s- space as well as um you know ayahuasca no i don't know yeah no i'm <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited for him to go on to do bigger and better things and us to remain the best podcast he's ever been on yeah yes exactly yes. that will be the case i'm gonna be making t-shirts with that tweet so yeah perfect welcome. yeah jesus I, I actually okay, jay and i bought t-shirts that corn is going to buy yeah. and i will send you the link to to buy this shirt it just said uh it's fine it's all fine Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Actually, I think it says don't worry about it. No, it at doesn't. The bottom. No, I doesn't want it? some sweatpants oh, that say don't worry about it on the butt. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I like that. I would love that. Anyway. Yeah. Do you smell my butter, Judge? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Creamy. There so, were some other things. Yeah, no, we, we've we been doing all sorts of stuff. So in addition to having Mr. Seattle Jesus on, um, we got to co-host a rally recently. Dang it, I was did. out of town. Tell me yes, all about it. And we'll get to your I out of town goodness. just didn't want to go. Yeah, it was raining, I understand. It was pouring rain. But like, I didn't feel good. I was sick. Yeah, no, and even <laughs> so, though, like a couple hundred people showed up. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was rad, and so it was co-hosted by um, Seattle DSA. Um, Sh- uh, Shamo was there. Somebody from Sean Scott's campaign, the Transit Sean Rider Scott. Union, um, Extinction Extinction Rebellion, um, Natives for Bernie Sanders, and the Better Left Network. Yeah. So all the big, all the biggins. Yep. yep. And uh, no, all the important people. So, so I don't know if you heard about this, Sarah, but what happened is Joe Biden actually came to town. Oh, I did. And you what did. was it? Eighteen thousand a plate. Uh, Twenty eight hundred a plate was the starting. Twenty eight hundred a plate. Yes. Sorry. Gross. Oh, I meant eighteen hundred. I just am bad yeah, at math. Yeah. So numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a reason I majored in humanities. <laughs> uh, what people are pissed about is that he didn't. He has had no public events in Seattle, but he's right. held several. He's scared of us. But like. That's fucked. And not only is it fucked that he doesn't want to do any public events and talk to actual humans, but this um, fundraiser was hosted by an Amazon executive. What? what Who? What? Which? What? Uh, what? It wasn't Guy Ooh. Palumbo. Shocking. He was Did probably there, but. This is important. Did they host it in the Amazon balls? They should have. Fuck. Yeah. I wonder. There was nothing in the balls. Their balls were empty. It's a damn shame. <laughs> there was just some. They were, yeah, they were. Ref- they're in their refractory phase. <laughs> no, but but what we were protesting specifically <laughs> was that um, you know not only is Amazon trying to buy another election and back a corporate candidate, um, but what's really problematic is that Amazon makes money off of their contracts with ICE. Like they, they make a lot of money from that, and so can of course just, they can, do. Can we just say that? That's, one, how, that's like, how they keep their labor. They're helping down. cage children. This corporation yep. is help. Like they're in our backyard here in Seattle. They're profiting off of it, and then they're using that money to try and buy elections. Yeah, that's fucked. It is one hundred percent disgusting. So. What I really loved about this rally, though, that I thought was super rad was like, I mean, of course, there was a couple like fuck Joe sort of things. But like for the most part, it was talking about like, okay, instead of focusing on Joe Biden, like what do we need to do in 2020? Yes. So we had Shama. um, She was talking about obviously like the need to support Bernie Sanders because he is the only candidate that's going to fight for us. But I think something that going into Thanksgiving, we all need to take with us that was really impactful to me is that whether it's someone that that supports Joe Biden, supports Elizabeth Warren, supports Kamala Harris, like we need to go into these conversations with our family members assuming positive intent and that they may truly know the bad things that maybe Joe Biden or Kamala Harris has done, but they legitimately believe that they are the best person to beat Donald Trump. It is this obsession with beating Donald Trump. And like, Listen, I get it. Beating Donald Trump is extremely important. It's a very important thing to beat Donald Trump. But it is not the only thing. And right. it is short-sighted because if you're thinking about beating Donald Trump, you got to think beating Donald Trump and. But the yeah. but the logic behind their thoughts is flawed. And that's the problem is let's appeal to them and, okay, what you want is the person who's best uh, equipped to defeat Donald Trump. We need to elect or we need to um, nominate the person 
who's going to inspire people to get out, who's going to give us something to vote for, who's going to get people to go out and knock doors. Joe Biden's not that person. No. And so we're looking at this the wrong way of that. Oh, the safe candidate is the one who's going to beat Donald Trump. We already fucking tried that. Listen, if you want one reason not to vote for Joe Biden, it's because he definitely has Minions Christmas inflatables on his front lawn. Do oh, not vote for Joe no, Biden. You are not going to be president of my United States, sir. <laughs> also, um, the the other thing, people need to realize that we are we're playing a longer game now. This is this is we need the right person because we can't do business as usual exactly and so what shama was talking about is she's like look like going into december like take a break from canvassing like take a break from volunteering because a we're going to need you in 2020 but b like you still need to be doing important work which is talking to your family members talking to your friends and telling them why bernie sanders is the only candidate who can do what we need to do and not being I'll fuck you about it, but really having those conversations and listening to their concerns and really explaining to them why their candidate may not be the best position to defeat Trump. If you're going and this is hard, we're all carrying some baggage. Are we good? You both scared me the way you looked. It was like, well, another spider. (laughs) Um, But we, we all have some baggage. Everybody does some baggage heavier and more sort of lead like um, than, than others. But if the past approach isn't working as demonstrated by our political policies, our uh, inaction on crucial life and death issues, do it differently. Make your family shock them by not screaming. Shock them by coming armed with facts because there's truth and there's untruth. Exactly. People might call it a lie. Yep. And so in addition to Shama, um, Northwest Natives for Bernie was there. And I think that we need to fucking listen to our native brothers and sisters. And especially yes. like it's fucking Thanksgiving time. Like. If you if you can appeal to your family members with that, that like our native communities truly believe that Bernie is the only candidate that listens to them and that understands their struggle. You know, Elizabeth Warren, a lot of the things we love her for, but she didn't stand with the Dakota Access Pipeline. Right. And enough with. So listen, my working class family, my working class Mm -hmm. people, I grew up in that community. I know the struggle. It is not remarkably different than the struggle people are having for many, many reasons. You, you're not losing anything by no. supporting and amplifying voices of people that have been marginalized. And then so in addition to obviously like the anti-Biden, let's go for Bernie sort of stuff, like there were also some other things that we need to be looking at in 2020. One of them is the Seattle Transit Riders Union. They're going to be doing an Orca for All campaign. Woo! Oh, yeah. That's so good. that's super rad. And that's something everyone gets an Orca. Yeah, everybody gets to ride the whales. Everyone gets a whale. Just a piece of yeah. So to explain for out of for out of staters, we have our our um. If you want to, if you use public transit, you can get what's called an orca card. Um, it is literally just like a little scan card that you can get. That you just tap it, you reload it, put money on it, tap it against the little sensors, it goes. There's literally yeah. If you have no money on it, it goes. I found yes, that out. It, right. it does. It does. I was Sometimes like, "Oh, you... help me! I'm poor." Yeah, yeah. Or you forget to <laughs> tap out, and people are like, "The fair." And everyone like... shames you with that same look, like the. Hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, shh! Don't look at me." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... Or you just yell beep when you, <laughs> you just go beep. beep, beep. 
But no, like here in Seattle, yeah, we've got the Orca for All campaign. We've got the the Seattle rent control campaign with Shama. Um, so there's a lot of really important stuff that we need to be paying attention to in 2020. But yeah, like, especially if you volunteered or worked on a campaign for 2019, take a break for a minute. Oh, you God, need it, take a break. Yeah. Listen, I ran for office. I get it. Take a fucking break. You, you need these holidays. Recoup, cry for a minute. Like, oh, enjoy. be stressed out. Enjoy. Find, and give. Find joy Receive. again. Like, yeah. go find the thing. Do other things. Like, what do you do for fun? And if you can't answer that question in less than 10 seconds, you Troy. need to go start doing stuff for fun. Literally, I'm <laughs> collecting moss now. Uh, speaking of fun, I heard you were at a Congress camp. I got to tell you, it was fun, though I'm in a no way am I trying to guilt anybody. But it was, without the three of you there, Aww. I felt a little incomplete. I told you I would go in your suitcase. I tried to fit you in there, but I did have to take 40 pairs of pants. I don't even know why. And all of always, them, all yeah. of them slacks. But you, but you forgot a jacket, right? That's uh, what I always do. Definitely had a jacket because it was cold as heck. But I will say the experience was a jam-packed two days that I'm super pleased with having been able to help find some really incredible speakers through our friends like Georgia Davenport of Washington. Um, we, it was amazing, but to look around the room, there were more than five or six moments of me like tearing up because I'm just like these people like Rob Ryersey, Corey Archibald, Zena, all of these people are incredible. Okay. So, I think that we may have not said this, but you were at Brand New Congress Camp. Brand correct? New Congress Camp. Yes. So this organization um, funded, put together by volunteers, 99% volunteers. Mm -hmm. They're like paid administrative staff that kind of help out with stuff. But uh, folks like Rob Ryersey, Corey Archibald, um, uh, Zaina Day, mm -hmm. um, uh, there's... You know, Nikki, there's all like the, the raddest, all the raddest, Jen, um, these folks, uh, I got to know them because I worked on a little campaign called the Sarah Smith campaign. Oh, what? I just, ne I got into the slack and I never left. Yeah. And I just kept yeah. hanging around <laughs> and someone was like, Hey, do you want to help edit a press release? I was like, sure. I know wording. You're the and press guy. And, uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm for someone else. I am going to talk about that later, but it was inspiring. It was moving to be able to meet this slate of candidates. It's uh, it gave me a very interesting kind of understanding, a deeper understanding of our campaign and what you two kind of went through. Like the moments of like I was like they they took a group picture here, like stuff was going on, and and I look at the picture of you guys, of you Sarah, and you literally look like. Just a wee baby. A baby. It's a baby. I, that, it was only two years. I know, but. I was, and now baby. I look like a wizened old witch. <laughs> you don't look wizened, but you do look more stern. I definitely would yell at a child. And I ha I literally you have would yelled. Shush. I've yelled at 10 times more children to literally get off my lawn. Right. That's you're not like, even a lie. You shush them and you get they off my lawn. They literally keep coming on my lawn and I've had to yell at them because of the HOA. Yeah. <laughs> no, but me and Troy came onto the campaign later on. And so we we weren't around when you guys did the the Congress camp, as you, you called it. 
You know. Oh, so actually, yeah. Um, that was I, my was, name. I was Yo. telling I was telling a story about how yeah, Sarah. You know, Sarah um, coined the phrase, and then I was like, "Am I remembering this correctly? I hope I am, because now Rebecca's like, yeah, no, I'm at Congress camp, and you know, Sarah Smith coined the phrase, and you know, just just giving credit where credit's due. You were in a car with AOC and Zaynab and some other. No, it was uh, me, Jay, uh, Riley, and AOC. Riley's AOC's boyfriend. Right, and but, but Zayna was driving and no, it was struggling. Driver. What she was struggling with a a seat or I something. It was a different a different moment. I think this is when we dropped on her the name we came up with. That must have been it. Yeah, so different <laughs> different other. But um, but literally Zayna just said, "Oh yeah, I know you. You know, I hope Sarah um likes it because you know she kind of coined the phrase." <laughs> and everyone at the table was like, "Oh good, okay, so Troy's not a liar." <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, bitches. I'm just excited that brand new Congress is continuing to do this stuff. I mean, I think this is the type of investment in people that's really important, right? And what I love about brand new Congress in particular is that uh, they don't go to celebrities. They go to people who are working class people and say, you know what? We want real representation. Don't care about your past. Let's talk about the future. And then they equip. They find the best parts and amplify yeah. it. And it's it's tr- it's a true movement. It is... I'm moved and changed. And so like for somebody who maybe wanted to see a a syllabi for the Congress camp class, like what what sort of stuff are you guys doing? So um, the way that it's working out this year is uh, so we did Congress camp. Uh, It was made up of very interesting leaders from um, uh, from several aspects of very critical world issues, which is overwhelming in itself. So we're talking about uh, universal health care. We're talking about the Green New Deal. We're talking about how to pay for the Green New Deal. We're talking about one of the things that they focused on this year, which I was really pleased, but it was the self-care, like making sure that you're not uh, – so they've got an organization that they work with that is providing any time, any call – Oh my god! During campaign and then after. That's awesome. That's good. You call and get Ooh, resources. Fun fact: I had an absolute meltdown after my campaign. Ooh, I like vanished literally from all of y'all's lives. Even Jay, who was <laughs> spent the most time with me for some reason. Don't worry um, about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. fine. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I vanished into the ether for like a month. You had it was to. Weird. Probably you two months to. actually. I think I only showed back up because we had reservations at Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it was closer to like, like six, but that's okay. It was six months, yeah. It was but it was it was something. I mean, a remarkable thing bad. happened that they just don't make a skill set to tackle. Um, and you did, and it was it changed everyone at this table in a remarkable way. No, and I mean people like you, people like Corey, people like Rob, like you bring these experiences to these new candidates, like uh, Rebecca Parson, like Peter Khalil, and you're able to bring your learned experience to help them so that maybe they can get through that a little bit easier yeah. and, you know, learn from the the shit that we had to go through. And so BNC, like not only are they teaching like, yeah, you know, the things of like, this is how you do act blue and this is how you there file was some the of reports that. and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, like it's but about they're looking for the long game. The other right. thing that they're providing is we're going to start doing trainings on what is the BNC? Because every time they see this group of people wearing the brand new Congress shirts, uh, they were like, I, so was this about like that movie, the, you know, that AOC thing? And yeah, it was, yeah. it is. Um, in addition Offering more engaging trainings on subjects of importance, providing resources for not just the candidate. Candidate definitely needs the resources, um, uh, support and all that, but for the volunteers. 
Yeah. yeah. No, and I think like what's really important and and what we need to make the distinction on is brand new Congress. They're teaching the hard skills, they're teaching the soft skills, and then they're building that community. And so, yeah. if you can support BNC, support a BNC endorsed candidate, like it's it's 2020 season, y'all. So it is, and really, there are opportunities for people who are. If you're curious, you want to volunteer, you want to learn more about what's happening on a national scale. These are incredibly diverse and talented, competent, capable leaders of humanity, and they're bringing it. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that's really important, and I think that's the thing that's really critical. Go out and volunteer. That is the one thing that money cannot buy is bodies and seats. I mean, I guess it can, <laughs> but... Yeah, but they're yeah. It's different. You, it's different, right. and, and this is a, an opportunity for you to get engaged at the ground level yeah, this yeah. is this is it and so go to brandnewcongress.org um look at the 21st century bill of rights it is it's really really great stuff and keep your eye on these candidates they are making a difference and the leadership that is really keeping the bnc functioning and and dynamic and not wildly crazy r- rolling off the you know running off the tracks like some kind of Politics is tough. These people are making it happen. You know, Rob Ryersey is an incredibly remarkable person that I, I kind of got to know everybody else, but Rob is, he's something special. Um, all of these folks are really creating a movement, a true yeah. movement. And so I think the way to close this out is first off, like going into Thanksgiving, going into the holiday season, take a break, do your self care, like talk to your family about the things that are important, but like take a break from canvassing, but also like going into 2020, whether it be that you want to fight for rent control, you want to fight uh, for a congressional candidate, start looking into what's going on in 2020. And, and if you don't know, ask questions. Yeah. You get to go to people and say, I don't understand this. Please explain it and do it in a way that, you know, doesn't yep. involve asking us to die in a fire, but you get to ask questions. It's time. Yes, it is. So I think with that, uh, we're going to, cleanse some palates yeah i think so uh just remember subscribe to our podcast i'm, I'm trying yeah. to say that more often now yeah we need to yeah and like, say comment, good subscribe. Things. like comment subscribe like comment subscribe all the five stars all the stars go to any place where podcasts are distributed and just rate us so this is a palate cleanser that we recorded a little while ago with peter khalil who is a candidate so we're talking about all these brand new congress people so just Get a chance to listen to that if you haven't already yeah. and get a chance to enjoy this palate cleanser that was recorded in the past for the future. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Peter's awesome. We do some Harry Potter stuffs and so have fun. Okay, bye. Enjoy. Bye. bye. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hey, well, so here's what we're going to do. Tis the season. It's very spooky. I happen to be a Harry Potter fan. I enjoy it. I resisted for the longest time getting into it because I just don't do the trends thing. It's for nerds. Well, no, I'm I've been a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I came out I came out of the womb. Yeah. I I hatched out of the egg. <laughs> do you like to do like things before and after they're cool? Yeah, that's probably true. Same. I, I just think that there's a you know there's a, a hype that drives me a little nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I broke down and I read the first book and I was just, it took over my dreams. It was a lot of fun. And I've been to the Harry's Wizarding uh, Town 
in uh, which is a knockoff Harry Potter. No, it's uh, <laughs> at Universal Studios in California. It was a blast. Yeah, oh, I thought that was only in, in uh, Florida. No, yeah, oh. you got to walk around. They had the people singing with the big frogs. Oh, nice! And then they had no, uh, and the Dementors chased you. And then the wand. Yeah, I got a Death Eater wand. Um, I like villainy, kind of. That's sort of my surprise me. That's my thing. Uh, but the one is you, you could go to different places around the space and control stuff. So you yeah. wave your wand in a shape and then, you know, a sign would flip or something. Did oh. you ever have Bernie Bot's every flavored bean? Yes, we did here. Well, I've, a version of them. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you get the vomit flavor? Yeah. 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 yeah he did. I, I, I did. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I think it was that and maybe farts or something. Or maybe <laughs> yeah. that was just me. wizard farts. It was know. wizard farts. Yeah. <laughs> It was wizard Super parts. Super cool. So we're going to sort ourselves. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't know anything about the Harry Potters, but this seems like a super cool BuzzFeed quiz. So I'm into this. It is kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Except it means way more. Uh, cool. All right. This yeah. is very serious. This is not a friend's and quiz. a BuzzFeed quiz on what type of croissant you are isn't serious. <laughs> no, man. It's, it is it's not, not. It's not J.K. Rowling approved. That may be, a, uh, that may, like, a croissant might feed your stomach. And my soul. feeds your soul. Oh. And your life. <laughs> and your importance oh. as a human. So there are houses at this school of wizarding magic to which um, I belong. I, uh, you, on the other hand, and I do believe Peter called you out, are a muggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said that. And yeah. I don't know, is that, am I offended? No, it's a good uh, thing. Well, nah. It's a compliment. It could be worse. You're, you're only as offended as you want to be. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. like that. All right, so I'm going to start. Everybody start. Okay, oh. so choose one. Yeah. Oh, it's asking me forest or river. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine's uh, dawn or dusk. Forest or river. Mine is stars or moon. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what? Mm, I think it's flipping. It's changing. Which of the following do you find most difficult to deal with? I would Don't share your answer so much as, you, uh, as your question. It's actually kind of deep. Uh, this has changed. There's so many words. Oh, these are these are all different. Que- we're all getting different questions, right? Yeah. Wait, did you yeah. already answer? You had another question now. I had stars and moon, oh. and then I chose one, and then uh, do I have to say my choice or just my result? I would say uh, read the question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so choice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, late at night, walking alone down the street, you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source. Koodaloo, koodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Draw your wand and stand your ground. Withdraw into the shadows to await developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defensive and offensive spells should trouble occur. Dang, you're going on a whole adventure over there. Draw your wand and try to discover the source of the noise. Proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an eye out for any disturbance. Do you have a permit? For that concealed, you have a concealed wand. one, concealed carry. <laughs> this wand. is getting dirty really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a gun reference, I, but I now I see what you're saying. Thing. <laughs> what kind of instrument most pleases your ear? Huh. Ooh, is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> no, no but that Patrick. is quite pleasing, and I love that you know me. <laughs> cool. If you were attending oh. Hogwarts, which pet would you take with you? A cat, a toad, or an owl? That's an easy one for me. It would be an easy one for me too. Hmm, this is tough. 
I know it's not that one. And, oh, you know what? It's going to be that one. Mine says, what kind of instrument most pleases your ear? And the question is a little creepy. Um, piano. The drum. The violin. Or the trumpet. Hmm. Interesting fun fact. Don't be a trumpet player. Don't. I used to play the trumpet. Oh, that Did you explains really? yeah. a lot, Peter. Well, we are bonus. <laughs> so. We are bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I pegged you. I didn't I? You did. You yeah. you guessed that I played the clarinet, and yeah. that is what I started with in third grade. Oh, here's mine. If you were attending, hot, you know what I started with? Well, actually, it started with the recorder. Of course, everybody of does. Course. Hot cross buns, my jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need a remix version of also, that. Also, <laughs> super, super good uh, at uh, Three Blind Mice, too. <laughs> Two of my favorite songs. It's, uh, it's my, my son's top top 10 hit list right there, it's, and it's a three-year-old. Y'all. Okay, so it asked me if you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose? And then it gave me those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I chose owl. And now it's asking me the again. The type of owl. What type of owl? Yeah, oh, no, it, asked, it asked me the type of cat. A... Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was not paying enough attention for that. Wow. Um, well, my bad. It's asking me just heads or tails. Just, eh. 50-50 shot. Let's it's see like, what we're doing. Yeah, it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, we can tell we you don't f- you're faking it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't care. So, Ooh, four see, goblets ooh. are paced, placed before you. Which would you choose? Ooh, the sorting hat is ready to make its decision. Oh, yeah, don't I, tell I, us yet. I feel like mine was shorter than your guys's. I, I've just like, been waiting you. to read yeah, yeah, they, they picked you real quick. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah, muggle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trash, trash, trash. Mud blood. Hmm. See, would you rather be liked, trusted, feared, envied, intimidated, Ew, praised? I would not like to be intimidated. I, I can at least it's like, intimidating uh, it, is different than being it, intimidated. The option is to be intimidated. Yeah, I want to be a Neville Longbottom. Okay, this is asking. Kinky. Okay, so which one would I drink? Um, so it's telling me, so my choices are the smooth, thick, richly purple drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums. What the fuck? The mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. The foaming, Ooh, frothing, silvery liquid that sparkles as though containing con- ground diamonds. The golden liquid so bright that it hurts the eye and which makes sunspots dance all around the room. Oh, can I guess, Peter? Yeah. Chocolate. You're going to choose chocolate. I was going to choose the gold drink because that's really it's gold increases my value instantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. My bad. I was just thinking more of the intoxicant aspect. You're not. Into I that. was going to go for the clear white sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have a. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. Uh, it said, given the choice, would you rather invent a potion that would guarantee you? Oh, I just got that one. Glory. Ooh. Love, power, wisdom. I didn't get any of these. I know. You I went right to it. It was like you asked a few questions. Give me like, like four like, questions. It's like, what kind of hatchback would you like? Yeah. Yeah. It was a BuzzFeed quiz, literally. If you could pick between a gerbil or yeah. a, or a, what's another horrible, uh, what are those little pigs? Guinea. Yes. Ugh. The pigs Gross. a guinea. Ooh. Eat if it. you had. I heard that you do eat them. In, yeah, in the guinea. I don't know where, but I have heard that they eat them. Guinea, guinea pig pigs? bacon. Oh, they yeah. eat. Oh, they eat them in South America. Mm-hmm. Guinea pig bacon. <laughs> yeah, That's, I actually I bacon comes from the pig. The only reason why I like <laughs> guinea pigs more than I did prior because they look kind of like tiny 
capybara. I can. Oh. Act- I actually used oh. to raise right. guinea pigs as a, a small mini child, bar. and when I went to Peru, we had oh. capybara, and it tasted just like chicken. It was you, amazing. How dare you, madam? We have a capybara creamery. <gasps> Delicious. We, we milk them. Have you, have you tried their milk or their cream? No, it was or their me. yogurt no, or their sour was, cream. No, nope. or their ice cream. Oh. We have we have a, a, our menu. Their is butter expansive. Oh, the butter is so good. <laughs> it melts in your mouth. It's so yeah. Wow, I cannot believe you have eaten a cappy. I have. I haven't offended. even seen one. I love. Yeah. If I love w- how that was. I'm, I'm surprised you ate a capybara versus I'm surprised you went to South America at 26. Oh, we're no. all well traveled. I'm not ready yet. All if right. you could have any power, which would you choose? Yep, the power that's to read the one minds, I just got. the power to change the past, the power of invisibility, the power to speak to animals. So a couple of these things I already have. So let's <laughs> You have the superhuman strength, right, Troy? You have uh, a really nice cat that you I think you speak to. Troy Jr. Cat. His name is TJ. <laughs> it is Troy Jr. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of phoned that name in, but it works. It does. He's a good boy. You could have called him Cat. <laughs> I did, actually. That was one of the things, or one of the options. And they were like, uh-uh. And I said, okay, Troy Jr. And they're like, okay. Because I didn't want him, but then I met him. <laughs> that's and how cats work. He's a rescue, and he uh, had battery acid burns. Oh, and, no. oh, that's horrible. But he was trapped in this cat house like you know like the not a cat house <laughs> sorry i th- that was like a fall it's it's yeah it, it is it is uh we've had a lot of fun um no it uh it was you know like a cat tree was inside and there's a glass what yeah. do you call that window <laughs> you yeah look in and there they are well there's a bunch of kittens and he just would hiss at them very kind of like <laughs> you know and then i saw him and he rubbed up on this hat that i'm wearing right now is this it no different hat and uh then i fell in love with him so i've had him for eight nine years and he's a good boy and he loves everybody mm-hmm. so my uh my best friend sean shout out to sean riley he, what up, um, sean <laughs> riley? he Hi, sean. had a cat whose name and i thought when he was telling me this that the cat's name was makiti khrushchev and i thought that was the most brilliant cat name ever ever and i was so bummed to find out that it was not that and it was nikita and i was like oh man oh that's better yeah and because of sean if i ever had an akita as a dog it would be akita khrushchev <laughs> so, i want to have my akita avita like oh uh, there we go i feel that i think, I think peter and i've had this conversation yeah. <laughs> um my cat indigo was one of my first cats um she passed oh. and um got her cremated I didn't ask for that, but they did, and so I, I don't know what to do with it. The ashes and the like, I'm I'm not a you know I'm sentimental, but not that sentimental. That's fair. Yeah. But I so I oh, have yeah. so she's upstairs. I know this, <laughs> and I'm uh, in the middle of record. I'm talking to gamers, having a discussion. I, we call it the fireside chat, and uh, talking to them live. And I my uh, at the time my boss. Uh, one of my best friends, a dear, dear friend, family almost, um, David Rita, call him doctor. Um, David. Do David. Um, he uh, He's looking on the shelves at the stuff and I'm watching him as I'm talking <laughs> and he grabs the wooden box. Oh no. <laughs> and he, and I, I didn't want to say, that's my dead cat while I'm live <laughs> talking to all these gamers. And he and he opens it up, and he's looking at it, and he goes, 
<laughs> totally silent. He's like closing it and kind of like shocked. And I was laughing so hard. I was wheezing. I was crying. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's going on? And I'm like, Nothing. David, the dead cat and cremated. And yeah, it was very funny. Sorry, which road tempts me the most? Oh, I didn't get that one. Hmm, no. Nope, How not are that you one. still taking it? Because yeah. I'm I'm entertaining people. They're, right. They're really getting in depth, though. Yeah, I think it's like it just knows. Did it, say, did, it did it actually route. say we we know all we need to know about you? Yeah, they're like we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. Ready. Um. Oh man. See. Um. Yeah. 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 Oh. Left or right? Just like, really? Is that a question? Well, yeah. <laughs> the sorting hat is right. Why not both? Left always. Oh no! Always left. Always. How about better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got. Gotta real. say the name of the thing in the thing. No. Yeah. Plug you your show, man. Plug your show. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to share what yours says? Oh. Uh. Well, you're like, what's Mugle? I don't know if it's good or not. Oh, Hufflepuff? Oh, my God. <laughs> <You> are... <laughs> oh, no wonder you were done early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, a Hufflepuff is like, <laughs> have you seen a clown car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your brothers. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's like that. Um, yeah, no, they're the fun, sort of uh, playful. I mean, it doesn't give you a little description because, oh, uh, shit, I just shut <laughs> I keep forgetting that I can swear, but I closed. Uh, you probably know that some of Hufflepuff's most renowned members, and I'm like, no, I don't know this. <laughs> Nympho. Nobody knows. Yeah, I don't know these. Nympho. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> All right, you probably know that some of Hufflepuff's most renowned members, including, oh yeah, yeah. Nymphadora. Don't hit on me. Nymphadora Tonks. Oh, Cedric Diggory. Oh, Tonks. Yeah. Okay. Tonks. Because it's, it's just Tonks. Oh, Tonks. Duh. Like, I'm supposed to know that. Yeah, Sorry. We don't call her Nympha. It's Tonks. Oh, actually, I think <laughs> Not I in high school. You don't call anybody that in high school. No. No. <laughs> even if, you know. Even if I. No, I'm just kidding. And then Cedric Diggory. But did you know that Hufflepuff's house ghost, the fat friar, still resents the fact he was never made a cardinal? Or that Hufflepuff has produced the fewest dark wizards of any house at Hogwarts. That's so great. This literally means nothing to me. Um, I'm just saying that you will need to take a look at who Cedric Diggory is because it's a bummer. It's <laughs> I don't think it's a bummer. Well, I do. <laughs> Oh, it's Edward. It's Edward. Oh, so I'm a vampire. Yeah, oh, this tracks because... Oh, I forgot about that. I grew yeah. up on the Olympic Peninsula, which is where Edward Cullen resides. Forks. Forks. Oh. Like Washington. IRL? Yeah, yeah oh. IRL. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is, does he vote? Oh, oh, you mean IRL. Oh, no, me IRL. Him, oh, in, the, him, him IRL. in the movie. Him in the, in the book. fantasy yeah. world. Right, fair of, enough. Yeah, but... Uh, and then also, did you see I'm the other guy? I'm here for this. That, I grew fair. up in uh, the same district as uh, is Bruce Springsteen. Is that Ben Stiller? That is the guy <laughs> that... It's not Ben Stiller. <laughs> Newt Scamander. Who's the, I can't, who's, the, uh, who's the actor that did uh, the Nudie. fantastic Amarils? Amarils? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, animals. Fantastic animals. A bestiary. Oh, a, oh that the, guy. This, the guy who played kid. Newt Scamander? Yeah, I just said that. I don't know his oh, name. Um, no, he was, I was he the dance? Was ascending. he the kid? No, he wasn't the kid that danced. No, that's no, that not was, Billy that was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No? Spider-Man. 
Mr. Spider-Man? Spider-Man's Mr. not Spider-Man. Billy, Billy Elliot. Esquire. I don't know who it was. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. It's going to come to me at like three in the morning. Peter, what about you? Lay it, it on You us. heard it here first, people. Uh, I'm Slytherin. And uh, I knew that this is confirmed because heart. I got it before too. I've taken this test years ago. So. Yes, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about and that. And what does that mean? You know, it could mean it could mean a lot of things. Oh. I mean, it could... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It, the, you know, it's it's a house with a lot of uh, people who are uh, good strategists. Let's just say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Shrewd. Yeah. Familiar. Shrewd. Cunning. Shrewd. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, achievement oriented. That's not, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a thing. It's yeah. dark. It's, it's a pretty dark house. Yeah. Well, I would say a hardworking house, a competitive house, but also, you know, strategy isn't bad. And just because we're not like huffle puffing about the. I mean, I think Hufflepuff is really wizard for farts. Okay, okay. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. Lord Voldemort comes from Slytherin. Okay, let's just. Come out and own this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry that we're that powerful. <laughs> Sounds spooky. It is very spooky. But honestly, there you know there have been a lot of discussions. Slytherin isn't just a bunch of villains. I know no. I, I haven't named my house yet because, um, and I'm not trying to give it away, but how about you? Peter, do you want to take a guess? Uh, Gryffindor. Oh, you think too well of me. No, I'm Slytherin too. <laughs> uh, uh, and what I like too is, is that she was like, ah, oh, you think too well of me. Like, you know, like that's a Slytherin would say that. I too am Slytherin. There we go. Oh, wow. We are, I guess you're uh, the odd man out. I'm sorry. So I'm amongst a bunch of dicks. Shady humans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, jerks. That are just um, hating on me for having fun. Sorry. No, we're no. hating on you over the vampirism. Yeah, no, no, we're not hating on you. We are making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have to be positive. Because there we go. Yes. That's, yes. That's your cool. that You are no free positivity. Positivity. Um, also, other Slytherins of note, Sarah Smith. Really? Yes. Oh, we said I love the pony. <laughs> <laughs> we got the that in sync. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, What's Jay? Do you know? You know, he is, I'm going to call him Slytherin, um, but do they have, like, is there, what do they keep under the school? Like, where the dog the is? Dungeon? The yeah, The basilisk? basilisk. Yeah, I think he's. He's a basilisk? <laughs> he's, yeah. He's house basilisk. Hi, Jay. Have you, you had Courtney Love on? Yes. Did you do this with her? No. 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 Okay, Only we need y'all. to find out. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll have to ask. Hmm, I wonder if she's. Yeah, Yeah. we'll find out. We'll be like, "What up? Who are you?" I would guess. You know what? I would think I'm going to say that Holly Love. She is. She might be Ravenclaw. Oh, I don't know. Ravenclaw Mm -hmm. just closet Slytherin. (laughs) (laughs) But the Sorting Hat knows. The Sorting Hat does know. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hey, friends! uh, Truly a pleasure. Uh, Thank you so much for hanging out. It has been a joy to support your efforts. It's been a joy to have you here in the lab, um, being ridiculous and having fun. All of this palate cleansy stuff um, is a blast, especially hanging out with folks like you. But we're doing important stuff. Yeah, You're and doing important stuff. Support your local candidates because I know all the presidential stuff and all that. It's super exciting, but... Wherever you are, there's probably a really rad progressive candidate running, whether it's city council, Congress, get out and help them because they need your help. 
yep, look down the ballot, who's running, who's progressive. It is just as important to think about people who are going to represent you in Congress. That's huge. Who's representing you as mayor? Who's going to be on your city council? Who's going to be your dog catcher? Who's going to be... Fire your, commissioner. Yeah. Turn, your ballot, turn your ballot over because there's yes. two sides. <laughs> and do some research. But in addition, get all of those people. Ask them questions. Oh, yeah, Even if they're running for nonpartisan stuff. Call the us. other thing, too, who's going to be your capybara creamist? It's Corn and Trot. That's right. Corn and Trot's capybara creamery coming to you. President and presidentess. Mm. I'm the presidentess. <laughs> it's a little uh, sour, but it's real good. <laughs> it's a little sour, but very creamy. Yeah. Mm. And it stains. And thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for having us. I laughed and I cried literally. Yes, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Our absolute pleasure. You know, um, we'll have you back for sure. But we got to come out and see you. Yes. Please come out and see us. Yeah, we're going to do that. that. We're going to do that. We're going to get a big caravan, Team Sarah. Hashtag, what is it now? I know there's a fight earlier. Hashtag, take me home, country roads. (laughs) Take me home (laughs) to the place I belong. Yeah. Uh, Thanks again. Hey, everybody. We're going to sign off. We've got a fight. Um, We're going to... We're going to go fight, everybody. No, no, the the Hufflepuff (laughs) is going (laughs) to... It's going down. Just kidding. R.I.P. me. R.I.P. you. Um, All right, folks. I guess at this point, it's better left to you because we got some business to tend to. Bye. Bye. Yay. That's fun. Good job, guys. Super good time. I am so sorry there's one in my business. How? some adjustment cause they can consider them as whole who's been telling you that your life is settling for second best oh they don't care if you feel fine who's been Educated guess you know it's me I must confess